Why don't you swear in the Bible that you walked on the moon? Please. Why don't you swear in the Bible that you walked on the moon? I'm not trying to get you in the middle of anything. Tell him to get out of here. This is a hotel. We'll call right, we, the police. We, we pay. Come on in here. We'll call the police. On you like that? Why don't you swear in the Bible that you walked on the moon? I, it doesn't, sir. I don't I have nothing to do with this. But okay. you cannot solicit on this property. We just paid right now, to rent out the penthouse to shoot up there. So. You can't solicit like this. I just keep, keep, keep shooting. Alright, well then I'd go through my measures. Yeah. You gotta keep shooting, man. Okay, well if you can put it on your shoulder, don't be shy. Just come with me, Buzz. You really like it, You're the one who said you walked on the moon when you didn't. Calling the kettle black if I ever thought of it. Saying I misrepresented get it myself. Away from me. You're a coward and a liar and a thief. Ahoy there, mateys. It's time to set sail on another episode of Unconstitutional Awakening, the podcast. I'm your captain, Jim Bob Shorts, And tonight, as you can see, we're welcoming back show friend and former guest, Bart Sabrell from sabrell.com. And he has some more information to disclose with us about the fake lunar landings. I'm not sure if you guys caught him the last time, but he went depth in his book and his findings and proofs to prove that the original moon landing was a complete fraud. And, you know, he has done tons and tons of legwork to come to this, you know, proof. And he wanted to come back. He actually emailed me and asked me if there was any way he could come back because he had finally had the opportunity to disclose some more information that he wasn't able to disclose in the past. Um, not really sure too much as to why. I mean, he has almost been killed by the CIA as well as being drugged by the CIA. So it probably had something to do with that. But things things have changed since the last time we spoke. And he's coming on tonight to divulge into some more information that he couldn't not divulge into last time. So, of course, I'm looking forward to it. I'm, I'm utterly excited. I think Bart is a fantabulous person. And, you know, as you can see right there, he brought that cognitive dissonance out of uh, old Buzz there, trying to get him to just say that he didn't, you know, say that he did walk on the moon so it's kind of interesting to see that someone would have such a reaction and you know if you really look out there there's actually a whole compilation of videos where bart has tried to talk to different 
astronauts and stuff like that, and they have all treated him about the same. I think uh, Buzz was the only person to actually get that physical, but I've seen it escalate a few other times in a few other videos. You, you should totally check it out. You know, I mean, I, I, Bart's one of those, uh, one of those true journalists out there asking tough questions, and he seems to got the broad end of it when he went after that one, and it, it. I mean, to me, it brings some interesting points, as well as does his book, you know, that he promoted last time and that you're definitely going to hear about tonight. But I think that it is going to be a great night with a great opportunity to learn some fantabulous things. And I have Luis and Bandit joining me for this for this escapade because, hey, why not? You know, that's just how this crew works. And I think we're going to have some good conversation with this tonight. Of course, anything we do talk about, will be linked at everyone's absolute favorite website of all time. You know, you guys know what I'm about to say. You guys know where to find it, of course, over there at unconstitutionalawakening.com. You're home for everything Unconstitutional Awakening. Man, we've got all kinds of good stuff over there from stuff from Bandit, stuff from Caitlin, stuff from Kel. Man, we're always trying to keep some things updated up over there and episodes of other shows that we're on as guests as well as all of our episodes and stuff and you can find all of that in the podcast and more section and you know on this episode and other episodes that's totally where you go to answer your the pirate riddle to get yourself some sweet unconstitutional awakening merch these stickers that we're giving away here man all you got to do is answer my pirate riddle at the end of the night and on the episode and you can totally score you some of these stickers of course while you're over there at the website man you can also check out links to watch us if all you do is listen and listen if all you do is watch us, as well as just check out the show right there on the website. There's also a link down there to get to all that sweet Unconstitutional Awakening merch from stickers to shirts to coffee mugs to hats. Man, they got all kinds of good stuff over there in that merch shop. And, you know, it goes to a good cause. It totally supports this show and keeps it going for you guys because that's the reason we're doing this is for you guys because you guys are constantly out here just getting you know pushing us to do this more and more and we're going to continue to do it just to keep that smile on y'all's face because that's what it matters to me is how you guys feel the rest of it is just you know whatever it is there's also some links down there to get to our friends in liberty kirk elliott peachy key creations ammo can survival brett pike with classical learners and homeschool connected and pure pet wellness man all of these folks are offering great alternatives to the status quo that's out there now that has kind of all led us all astray and let us all down if you really think about it i mean all these big corporations and stuff we got going on they're they're they don't care about us man and that's a big point corporations don't care about us government doesn't care about us so it's time we do things for ourselves, and that's something that we're all about over here, man. So get on over there and check out them friends on Liberty and check out all the other stuff over there on the website, man. We've always got cool stuff going on for you guys. And I guess without any further ado, let's weigh anchor and set sail on this guy and see how Bart's doing. And as I told you guys in the intro there, I had a special guest for you tonight. We have Mr. Bart Sabrell returning to join us for a fantabulous conversation this evening. How you been, Bart? I know you've had a lot changed since the last time we talked. Yeah, when was the last time we talked? Oh, it's, 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 been, it's been about four months, four or five oh, months. okay. Ago. Yeah. All right. Yeah. We had you back. Well, we you know, to... the times are changing, right? <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. I knew. Uh, I, I know when we when we spoke last. You know, it was prior to uh, all that juicy information you told me you had for us this evening in the email, and um, and I believe you even told me you finally finally succeeded and got yourself into the Philippines, like you were telling us you were trying to last time. 
Yeah, they're good people <laughs> here. You know, I wrote an article years ago when I first visited here about eight years ago that, uh, you know, America's kind of rich and Africa's poor and they're kind of in the middle, which creates a good, balanced, healthy mental state and attitude into society. So, and I, I, I think it's one of the, I think it's one of the few, um, I think it's one of the few places that you could like, you don't really have to have a lot to disappear in the Philippines. No, just one or two bullets generally does the trick. <laughs> oh, you know, last, last time you were on Bart, Luis was here with me and uh, I don't believe All right. the opportunity to meet Banda. And I think we're going to get along just fine. <laughs> and so, so of course, you know, cause we always got it mixed up in here tonight. And I, I appreciate Bennett and Louise joining me for tonight. So, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm ready. I'm, I've been excited. We've been talking about this for a little over a week now, since me and you had been uh, planning this episode out, we were excited to have you back here. So this is, uh, it's, it's good to know that everything's still going well for you and that you're progressing forward with uh, proving that they didn't land on the moon the way they claim they did. Well, now I'm the oddball among you oddballs. I'm the only one without a beard. I feel ashamed now. You know, my dad's like an ape. He's got hair on his knuckles and every part of his body. And I'm like Gilligan. You know, it takes me like three months to grow a very mild goatee. You're like the, dr you're like the drummer from ZZ Top, right? Yeah. <laughs> if I could grow a beard, I would grow. I kind of like the Lincoln thing. I don't know what that's called, where you have a beard, but not a mustache. I think that looks pretty cool. The tyranny beard. Is that what it's called? <laughs> Tyrant's beard. The tyrant's yeah. beard. Tyrant's. Yeah, I always thought that looked pretty cool. And then I think maybe you'll get less hair in your food. I don't know, but you guys can tell me about that one. Oh, well, this is true. During during the summer months when it's uh when it's a lot warmer, I've I've actually just got the lower half. I, I go ahead and shave the top half of the mustache off, along with everything else on the top, because I lost too much of it over the years. We were just talking about that before you got here. I lost too much of it over the years that I just go bald all the time because it's better than worrying about trying to figure out which way to comb it yeah and then you get more vitamin d that way Absolutely. especially for us folks who <laughs> might sit in front of the computer too long <laughs> so fantastic where is everybody located i see three different uh locations are you nearby or far away from each other we are spread across the country that we uh i'm i'm down in the southeast i got one here in the northeast and then Bandit there is lost out in the middle of Appalachia and, and kind of in the middle of nowhere. So the rest of the co-hosts okay. that are usually in and out of here are spread across the country as well. We, we, we like to have that, that look from every, every different angle of the country when we possibly can. Well, it's pretty remarkable. We can do this, isn't it? I think right. it talks about the last days in the book of Daniel. It says people will go to and fro and knowledge will increase. And, uh, we're in a marvelous technological age when these things can happen, but then it's a double-edged sword. I noticed that pretty much now, and you guys could probably see the same thing, go to a restaurant at any time, hopefully when it's crowded, walk around mm -hmm. through the restaurant, and 90% of the people have their faces in their phones. You got it. They have their faces in their phones, not communing with one another. Mm -hmm. and that's dangerous psychologically well, we're getting we're getting the mark of the beast soon with the retin with the id scanners the actual embedding or scanning of your hand so we're already getting that and the cbdc's and the digital id oh i'm sorry I thought, I thought i already had the mark of the beast on my uh, microsoft coffee cup but i guess maybe that's something else but 
you have a Microsoft coffee cup from the nineties or something? Just, <laughs> that would be a good. I'm trying to make fun 90s. of Bill Gates being associated with all this stuff, which probably oh. is. Yeah. Billy, old Billy. Yeah, oh what can you God, do? Man. Oh, you know, he's a fun fellow. He's, he's an odd fellow. He's not boring. Give him that. He's and, not boring. Uh, you know, all of sin and fall short of the glory of God. We're not better than him. Uh, he just uh, is uh, unrepentant, I guess, is the right word. And so, you know, what can you do? He was he was trained wrong by his parents who were racists. They wanted to yeah. get rid of certain ethnic groups. And that's why he's always popping over to Africa to give people free injections that they discovered in India. The reality drugs in them. Not a theory. It's a fact. You it always makes you wonder. News, you know? mm-hmm. but, it always makes you wonder what set him on the path. His dad, where... eugenics. Yeah, yeah. His parents, yeah, his parents no. found it. Uh, it's that simple. Parents, eugenics. Uh, yeah. What was it? Bit. Uh, it's not rocket uh, science. <laughs> is it bot? What was his dad's? What was his dad's name? Oh, I'm getting. I know Bill who Gates you're talking. <laughs> was it Bill Gates <laughs> Senior? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, he, he and his uh, and his oh, wife, his mom? Okay, his yeah. mother and father, they, they founded Planned Parenthood, which yeah. was uh, based on the theory that certain races were superior to others. And that's why he wants to lower the population mm-hmm. to get rid of the people he considers to be inferior. So what can you do? You see, look at him with children. He's trying to help. I call that. I call that. Guy. That's that. I call that that. That pandering, you know, I see that a lot. You, you, I see that a lot, not only with people like that, but politicians and even a lot of times with like crooked police and stuff where they'll have that one picture that's them doing something kind and gentle with the kid or something like that. And you're just like, now hold the front door. You murder millions of people. Like, <laughs> you, I don't think that hanging out with that one child is going to make a difference. What, yeah, it's why interesting. Would- that the organization most known for pedophilia is a church. And that's sad, right? No wonder why people are turned off to Christianity, right? Wait, the Democratic Party has a church now? Well, let's not mention red or blue. I don't take sides. So, I mean, that was perfect. A church, not a cult. (laughs) Well, I mean, if you. Uh, as we talk about the moon landing fraud, we know that President Johnson, blue Democrat, was there supervising it. They're great they- liars. They're the best performative liars. That's what I mean. Is well, that but wait a the minute. Democrats Republican, are great actors. Republican Nixon gave it his approval. You see, mm-hmm. so. Oh, yeah. Both they Republican both and Democrats fake the moon landing. At least their yeah. leaders. Their leaders aren't either. They just take whatever branding. You know, they think will help them get elected. It doesn't have anything to do with that because they both faked the moon landing. Ooh. Congress and Senate didn't vote to fake the moon landing. They did it anyway. So voting who would you is think, thinks, Who would you think acts above them? Because you mentioned above them. Who do you think acts above them? The powers the that well, be. The, the, but at that time, who do you think the, at the time who was the powers that be? I guess the uh, bank. I mean, the bankers generally run the world and they have for centuries. And the yes. truly smart people don't want to be president. It's too much stress and you could get shot by some crazy person. So well, see, the thing is, if you control the president, that's that's their kick. If you so, go to the if you go far enough 
if you go far enough up, you'll always come to one person. Oh, <laughs> about who's in charge? About who's in charge? As yeah, far as like, you, 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 I don't know. I don't know. But oh, it, yeah. it is within. Yeah. And yeah, we'll probably right. never know. Well, you know, which institutions on Earth have been around for thousands of years that are still in existence? I would I would look at those first. There have got to be some sort of governmental or religious or economic institutions that have been around for a couple of thousand years. Uh, That may be all the world leaders go to and kiss their hand. I mean, think about something like that. What's left? Educational institutions are the only things that are left. Honestly, Oxford is one of the oldest institutions in the planet. That's accurate. It is the oldest. Yeah, that's the why they call it that, university. That category. Yeah. For universal thinking. They want everyone to think alike. That's right. So when I asked my doctor, what do you know about natural medicine? She said this word for word. All I know is what they trained me in university is to give this pill for this illness. That's what she said. That's a terrible you know? answer. I mean, I think they were honest with you. Yeah, and totally naive. I mean, literally like completely innocent, and they just thought that's the way it should be, having no clue that the universities are funded by the people who manufacture the pills, <laughs> you know. And so that's that's a little bit strange, isn't it? And then when I'm hired by the University of Pennsylvania, actually they're uh, some sort of student body there to show my film, A Funny Thing Happened on the Way to the Moon, which anyone can see for free at sabrell.com, and lecture for one hour about it. The university forbid it. Can you imagine that? They forbid me. They on forbid your film. They, or they would forget not the film allow you. both. They would not allow the film to be shown. They would not allow me to speak about the potentiality that contradicted something that they taught, that the moon landings are real when they're not. And of course, my book, Moon Man at Sabrell.com, goes into great detail about how and multiple proofs that unfortunately they were fake. And that's just sad that our government is so juvenile that they didn't have the maturity to admit that they bit off more than they could chew. And they set a goal, Kennedy, Democrat, set a goal to go to the moon by the end of the decade. It couldn't be done. So rather than eat humble pie, they decided to fake it. And then red Republican Nixon gave it the thumbs up. And so there's so many proofs we could go through them all. Four or five proofs that would prove it in a court of law that they didn't go to the moon. And people have a hard time giving that up because this is one of the few instances where the government lied in kind of a positive way. I mean, yeah, they lied about who shot Kennedy, but he's still dead. Yeah, they lied about who did 9-11, but all those people are still dead. This lie is positive. You're, you're telling adults a version of Santa Claus. You know, we can magically fly to the moon uh, with one millionth of computing power cell phone on the first attempt. And it can't be done 50 years later by any nation on Earth. In fact, they can now only travel 1,000 the distance to the moon. I mean, that's like Lindbergh flying across the Atlantic in 1927, and 50 years later, they can now only fly from New York to New Jersey. Well, that's, you know, that's something... I, would think, I would think the flight was a fraud then if that happened, right? Absolutely. So Actually, you know, people, people don't connect the dots, and they should, because that's... it means their government is corrupt. Oh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. And, you know, that's one of the, that's yeah. one of the things that we, I love to bring up. 
a lot on this show. I think people probably hear me beat this horse to death is, you know, the, all of the obvious fakes dealing with the moon landing and such, you know, like, like I was bringing up the picture earlier, like Nixon on the phone with astronauts while they're on the moon and, you know, and bandit always likes to point out that poor cameraman that was left behind filming as they launched themselves back. And it's just, it's just like, you know, it was, when you look back at it today, especially at the way movie production has itself and Hollywood has progressed so much, you can see the you can see the the strings hanging the things from the ceiling and such. You know, it's just all <clears throat> it kind of looks like child's play, it, almost like a professional didn't even make it at this point. But at the time, you know, that was that was just next level for the for the young age of the television and the way that it was in that time. And I think that's why a lot of people kind of kind of fell for it, that and the whole pushing of america beating russia to the moon you know like you were saying it was kind of a positive lie it was kind of to build pride in america you know that but they were just trying to make it seem like they were the most advanced and the most technologically sought to doing such a thing we had to beat the soviets had to beat the soviets we had to beat the soviets to the moon well <laughs> You know, whenever there's an Olympics, there's always a um, a silver medalist and a bronze medalist. So how come no mm -hmm. nation in 50 years has gone to the moon? At the South Pole, there are bases from uh, numerous right. nations. And in fact, the South Pole, I think it took about four attempts to reach the South Pole without killing people mm -hmm. here on Earth. And it's amazing. They can go to the moon and never kill anybody with one million to computing power of a cell phone on the first attempt. It's the only time in the history of NASA they ever kept a schedule. They, We've killed more astronauts on Earth. Of all time, you know? It's pretty remarkable. We've killed they more astronauts even... on Earth than have killed in, than, than they've killed in space. <laughs> well, I mean, uh, they, they basically can only go 1,000th the distance of the moon mm -hmm. today. And that's why they're mannequins orbiting the moon in the Artemis project instead of humans. So why is it they can walk on the moon with 50-year-older technology and with five decades newer technology, they can only orbit the moon with mannequins? I mean, isn't that backwards? In fact, it's the first time in history that technology was greater in the past and in the future. But wait a minute, that's a historic and scientific impossibility which means it well, was fake. So you can prove it right there. I can tell you that for sure there is evidence because of such a thing like you just mentioned that we are so afraid of fucking up that we just spend 20, 30 billion dollars sending up a rocket to make sure that we can even get there. I'm like, didn't we do that? Like you're saying the point, didn't we do this before? The only thing I can think of is Amazon and the government's like, we can't look bad if we kill people. So well, uh, at the same time, they almost never yeah. launched. How many times did they fake the they Artemis took a dozen, five, four or like, five, a, no, dozen. a dozen, at well, least it took, a dozen. It took multiple times to get off the ground to yeah. orbit the moon with fifty years better technology. They were so afraid. Yeah, but they went the first time, you know, with uh, fifty-year-older technology. So it seems kind of kind of odd that it works out that way. But what can you do? They're a bunch of liars. And it's kind of like, let's just say uh, 50 years ago, they planted the first flag on the South Pole and they planted it again and again and again. And they went six times 50 years ago. And then here we are 50 years later and the North Pole no one has ever been to. 
but they say we're going to go to the South Pole a seventh time before we go to the North I mean, Pole. Does that make any wait, sense to anybody? It's is, like George is, Bush is the Jr. North Pole said, not physical? Isn't just water? That well, no, it's frozen. You can stand on it. The point is, George Bush Jr. said that he had to return to the moon as a logical first step to going to Mars. Well, if you're there six times, I don't know why you need to go back again to move forward to Mars. Doesn't make any sense. If they could go to the moon on the first attempt with 1960s technology, then they would have been on Mars 10 years later and we'd be in another solar system by now. And there'd be bases all over the moon. Their bases at the South Pole where it's 100 degrees below zero and 100 mile per hour winds because it's humanly possible. If it were humanly possible to go to the moon, there would be bases there, just like there are in Antarctica. There aren't bases there because it can't be done. And one of the links that you can see for free at Sabrell, it's my last name.com, S as in Sam, I, B as in boy, R-E-L, Sabrell.com, is NASA's own scientist, Kelly Smith, admitting that the technology necessary for a human to leave Earth orbit and survive has yet to be invented. So if they don't have that technology today, with five decades better rockets and computers, then how do they possibly have that in 1969? And it's an admission that they can't go to the moon today, so how could they go to the moon with 50-year-older technology? It doesn't make any sense at all. And the longer it goes on between them faking going to the moon and, quote, returning to the moon or really going to the moon, the more it becomes clear that they lied the first time. And that's why they're so concerned that the truth is going to come out, because even though the Kennedy assassination list, they say, uh, witnesses, is 200 people they knocked off to keep that a secret. And of course, 9-11 killed 3,000 people. This one, even though it killed fewer people, it's different. It's burned into people's hearts because they got down on their knees and prayed for the astronauts and waved their flag. They cried. They printed it on coins, 50-cent pieces, show the lunar lander and men on the moon. It's on stamps. They held ticker tape parades for them. They gave them medals of honor for lying. And for the public to know that that was a lie, I think that's going to enrage them. And that's why they're so concerned that they keep, you know, defending the so-called moon landings. I mean, if I went around and said uh, Mickey Mouse was the first president and not George Washington, do you think there would be a hundred internet videos trying to reassure the public that Mickey Mouse was the uh, was not the president and George Washington was? No, of course not. It would speak for itself. So if the moon landings are so obvious, why are there a hundred videos out there to defend the so-called moon landings and all the proof that me and other people uncovered? They're like, no, 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 we went. They're trying to reassure us I mean, why would they care if they really went? You I see, mean, it doesn't matter. Something needs to be propped up, and then it's made a straw. Correct, you know. And I, you know, I've, at, I'm sure everyone in the internet has has you know seen that video and stuff like that of you trying to get astronauts to tell the truth and how nasty they are towards you about the, those subjects. You know, like you you've confronted. I think you've confronted almost every living astronaut there is, and they they they've gotten violent on all the way to just being downright hateful towards you for questioning their lies yeah the reason why the book is called 
Moon Man, the true story of a filmmaker on the CIA hit list, is because during the production of A Funny Thing Happened on the Way to the Moon, which you can see for free at sabrell.com, we uncovered classified footage of the first trip allegedly to the moon, faking being halfway to the moon with a one-foot model dated two days into the flight, proving they never left Earth orbit. And what a surprise, 50 years later, they can't leave Earth orbit. That's why mannequins were orbiting the moon. So after I found this footage and the first film came out, I, I tracked down some of the astronauts and I had interviews with them where I put up a TV monitor and showed the fake footage. I did that to Edgar Mitchell in his home. And he got so mad, turned beet red, kicked me from behind when I was leaving. And in all that commotion, I left a high quality wireless microphone on him. And in all the commotion, my cameraman forgot to hit stop recording. So while the astronaut and his son are in the privacy of their home with the door closed and the camera is in the backseat of the rental car, still recording the audio inside the house in the driveway. You did that so well. (laughs) Well, we hear Edgar Mitchell and his son discuss telephoning the CIA to have me murdered by the CIA. Now, if they really went to the moon and I'm some silly person, who thinks it was done in a TV studio, why would the CIA care unless I'm actually uncovering a CIA fraud, which I am. I mean, if I walked on the moon and someone thought otherwise, I would find that hysterically funny. Sure, I'll swear on a Bible. Would two Bibles or three? Would that be better? Yeah, that that part I never understood. It's like, it's just a book. Well, the thing is, if if, if they went, it wouldn't matter. Exactly. Uh, It wouldn't matter. It's kind of like... It's kind of like walking up to a guy beside his wife at a party and saying, oh, your mistress says hello. It's like, my wife's right here. And so, you know, TV cameras and entourage are there, and I'm bringing up the fact that he's a liar in front of the world. I mean, Buzz Aldrin keeps pulling coins out of his closet that he claims were in his pocket on the moon and sells them for a quarter million dollars at Sotheby's auction. You guys see that, that he, uh, he married some little young kids, like some little young girl, like two weeks ago. Like they're they're it, it, he's getting close to telling the truth because he's getting senile and uh, they they just keep throwing things at him so that he keeps distracted and keeps his mouth shut. Well, I mean, he punched me because I called him a liar, a coward and a thief. And I've been a liar, a coward and a thief. And I might be again. I don't know. I'm not the most righteous person in the world, but I try not to be. And what he was most offended by is that I called him a coward. And he, and he is because he's afraid to look bad. His vanity is why he will not tell the truth about the moon landing fraud, because he'll look bad before the world, before his family, before all the people he sold moon landing artifacts to that were never there. He's afraid to look bad in front of people. There was a recent interview he did. I think he was kind of talking on some of those things. So I think he might have started, to, but I, I think it was like a, a few years ago. They might have started to come out about it, but I don't know if he was acting like he was joking about it. Like, oh yeah, like saying yes and then saying no at the same time. I don't know, but that was a recent one. Well, and that's and that's why I made the so comment I just prove, made to about, prove your point. He's coming out. He's like learning potentially. Wow, I fucked up. Maybe I should start talking about it. And 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 just and just as he started doing that, they threw like for his 93rd birthday, like he marries a chick quite younger than his, you know, his age or whatever. She's a long term partner and stuff. She's still older or whatever, but she's she's 
definitely a lot a lot younger than him and it was anybody's just like, younger than 95 93 right and it's just <laughs> and it's just <laughs> and it's just like you know it's just like you know what why bring that just randomly up in the news about buzz when he was just recently slipping up and kind of being like you just said kind of telling the truth because i i think i think with that 93 is catching up i mean 93 is quite quite up there and we see that the uh cognitive abilities of the current president pudding standing in in place over here in the united states you know he his cognitive abilities ain't that great as hit at his age let alone somebody at 93 you know no offense i know some people not everybody oh the way you well, go, I, I don't this. know who, who's misspoke more him or george bush jr that's <laughs> who, was much, who was much younger you know uh, so that again proves uh, Republican and Democrat. That's a useless argument. They want to spite each other to not go after them. And Absolutely. the Bible says, if you believe in that, a soldier of Christ does not get involved in civilian affairs. So we really shouldn't bring up the red versus blue because that's going to cause unnecessary oh, controversy. Oh, I they, wasn't, they, wasn't trying to bring up red versus blue. Yeah, I, I, under, I understand that. Uh, but that's a point in general about yeah, yeah. podcasts in general that it, it's not about red or blue because they both are corrupt. Because we don't believe that yes. over here. We, think we both red, agree blue, that. We, we, we think red, blue, and yellow are corrupt. Like, I don't, I, I, there is no government on the face of this planet that isn't corrupt and trying to divide people in some form of way. Well, that's unfortunate. But if you believe in the Bible, it says so. It says in Luke 4 that when Jesus was tempted by the devil, that the devil proclaimed that he was governing the earth, that he was in charge of the leadership of every country on earth, and he could give that leadership to anyone. So he's going to give it to murderers and liars and thieves. And that's mm -hmm. who runs the world. I mean, show me a time in history where the top world leader was not a psychopathic, homicidal, genocidal person. I mean, Hitler, Mussolini, Pac, Stalin, they all combined murdered at least 50 million people. And that was less than a hundred years ago. So the same type of people are in charge. They're just doing it with a smile on their face. Democide I mean, the has took more lives than any other side there is. And yeah, I mean, more, more people died from genocide in the last hundred years than in the entire history of the world combined. So democracies are only making it worse because they're not democracies. If they were democracies, then when 90% of Americans wanted a label on their ketchup, if it contained GMO, contains GMO, 90% of the Americans wanted that. And the president refused to pass that legislation. The president went with the corporations rather than the people. That's not a democracy at all. And if Congress and the Senate didn't vote on faking the moon landing, and they did not, then we don't have a democracy at all, do we? We don't have a democracy when Bernie Sanders gets more votes and Clinton gets more delegates. That's not a democracy. We don't have a democracy when Ron Paul on the other side is winning every straw poll, every primary, and they act like he's not winning to get people to abandon his campaign because he wants to bring down corruption in the government. That's why they shot Kennedy. The CIA shot Kennedy, according to Bobby Kennedy Jr. He's a Democrat. That's election interference in it. And it wasn't done by the Russians because the people who shot Kennedy were the CIA who faked the moon landing, faked the start of the Vietnam War that killed 58,220 Americans. So I think they're willing to fake an image on TV. And so that's the problem with the moon landing fraud. If it comes out, 
they're going to start investigating these homicides of Apollo astronauts who wouldn't cooperate that their relatives have been saying for decades were murdered by the CIA, including the crew that was supposed to be the first crew on the moon who would not cooperate. His own widow told me that he was murdered by the CIA because he comes home from work the day before he's executed and says, "Hun, for some strange reason, CIA agents are all over the NASA launch pad today. I wonder why. I've never been here before. The next day, the guy's dead. I mean, come on. And so it will come out that not only did our corrupt federal government fake the moon landing, they murdered our neighbors who were trying to expose it with our tax dollars. And so that's why there's all these defenses online of the, you know, fraudulent moon landings trying to reassure us that they're real and they're not. Show me any other time in history where a technological breakthrough couldn't be surpassed 10 years later and wasn't, you know, it can't even be repeated 50 years later. It's never happened. It's never happened in the history of the world that a technology was greater in the past than in the future. It's never happened. And if you go to sabrell.com, click on the top left button, Moon Man video links number one, you'll see a one picture from the moon that they claim was on the moon proves they're not there because they claim it's in sunlight. They don't need lighting. It's, you know, 20 times brighter than a desert at noon on Earth because there's no atmosphere. And go outside in a bright, sunny day and stand beside one of your friends. Yeah, click on that one and you'll see if you there's a picture go about halfway into that or just stop there you see the picture on the left on the big monitor there are two telephone poles in sunlight and you see the shadows are always parallel then on the right hand side is a picture on the moon where two objects five feet apart have the shadows intersecting at 90 degrees that's because the light is really close that's electrical light they say it was taken in sunlight sunlight is parallel electrical light has shadows then intersect that one picture proves they're on Earth. You don't need any more proof. Then we uncovered classified footage of fake photography from the first moon mission of them faking being halfway to the moon right in front of your eyes on a reel that begins with don't show to the public. It's unedited footage of a special effect dated by NASA's own atomic clock three days into the flight with a third track of audio of the CIA telling them how to fake a radio delay and use a one foot model of the Earth to pretend they're halfway to the moon right in front of your eyes. I showed that to a news director at NBC, and he said this absolutely proves they did not go to the moon, and yet I will not broadcast it because it will cause a civil war. And I'm like, what are you talking about? He says, yeah. He says, if the public finds out that their government is that corrupt, the federal government will collapse. So I'm saying, you mean exposing the crimes of a corrupt federal government will bring down the corrupt federal government? Isn't that and that positive? Yeah. It's like saying if I tell them they'll have cancer, they'll be cured of cancer. And, and you know how look messy some, the operations are, you know. Yeah, look at some of those pictures that came out of the uh, look at some of those pictures that the pictures that came from the uh, Mars rover. Well, I mean, they faked the moon landing, so I wouldn't trust them until they came. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm not. I'm I'm just saying they have actual the Internet sleuths have um, taken some of those pictures and found the exact spots in northern Canada 
on earth where those pictures were taken and then just they would put some filters over it to make it look like a martian landscape there's pictures there's original so yes so there's original pictures of certain locations well you'll see the blue sky and 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 on mars from these rovers and i mean that's absolutely the the same hill there's no question about Mm -hmm. it it's undeniable they lay right on top of one another and yet that is official. I, I looked into this. The one on the left is official. It, it's on a NASA website. Yes. It's taking place on Mars and it's Greenlander somewhere. Y- you know, there's also uh, Islas Canarias uh, in Spain. Same place. Mm-hmm. There's another spot in, in Spain and in it's a volcanic area and it's also used as a training ground. So there's like that. There's also, like you said, in Canada, there's. There's a lot of places in very cold and very desertic, weird spots. Yeah, I have a, a photograph of what they claim is a toilet in the lunar module, and it's actually a toilet in Buzz Aldrin's RV. But, you know, that's a bad joke. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, you know, well, there's, what can there's, you do? There's, there's no, there's no, <clears throat> like to me, I'm, I'm, I'm one of those people that definitely question. A lot of what I see anyway, especially when it comes to the television, because, you know, you can you can definitely use the television to make someone see what you want them to see. Mm-hmm. Like, that's 100%. Not, that that's not complete. Like, and to me, when people are like, oh, you know, it's not like that. And I'm just like, you know, that there it's the opposite of that for sure. Like, it's definitely one of those things where they they're the new, especially news people today. Like, that's a thing. I will point out is you'll have a true news story, like a true, like you had there to bring to somebody that to blow something out of the water or that lady that was trying to blow the Epstein thing out all the, you know, all those years ago. And the, the larger corporation end of the news outlet, that's the same corporation end that has their pockets in the political outlet, you know, that you kind of trace back to the CIA anyway, and some kind of drug trade that they're running on the inner cities. And they're out here funding the message and keeping the truth from getting out. And that's, that's kind of like why I've enjoyed this media takeover in a sense in the podcasting world with all these podcasts popping up, because, you know, I'm not scared to sit here and actually talk about these facts that are easily provable yourself. You know, like it, it, as, as someone who has read your moon man book and gone through with the things with it after the very first time we met and stuff. And it, it's, without a doubt to me that there was a moon, you know, there was not a moon landing. And when I hear people talking about it, it just makes me laugh because in my head, I'm like, how can you really still believe this, this puppet show that was put on for you when it was clearly filmed in a Hollywood basement somewhere? If not, well, you want to believe you want to believe that's it. You want to believe it's, it's more fun for us as a human race to believe it. Because it, it, it makes us feel better that to know that we achieved something of that caliber as a collective species, the collective intelligence achieved leaving this rock. That's in itself a beautiful story that you want to believe. And so again, understandable. we True. beat the you're, Soviet you're right. Union. We beat the Russians to the moon. You know, when someone, from, when someone from Pittsburgh watches from their living room, drinking a beer and eating popcorn, the Pittsburgh Steelers win the Super Bowl, they immediately say, we won the Super Bowl. And of course, none of the Pittsburgh Steelers are from Pittsburgh to begin with. And it's like, but you weren't there. You weren't 
even in the stadium, much less on the field. So who won what? And so they, I saw a video recently where they showed a dog, which has 200 times greater sense of smell than a human and can discern its owner from among a thousand people just by smell. Uh, but they made a very high quality mask of its owner and they put it on a total stranger and the total stranger entered the room with the visual of their owner's face and the dog just started jumping and licking them because they thought that was their owner. Their, their sense of smell, which was their primary sense, was overwhelmed by the visual. Think about that. So they've taken advantage of that and there's a lot of truth to that. Uh, visual senses, for whatever reason, it locks into people's brain and you're right, you have two choices. Either they faked it or it's real and people want to believe it's real. Ask a child, which would you rather see a movie about? Your parents taking the presents out of the closet and putting them under the tree while you're asleep. Or this magical man who can fly through the air with flying reindeer, who can control time and who can fit down chimneys and who eats your cookies. And there's his teeth marks there. I mean, that's much more interesting. And so, yeah, people wanted to believe it. And to a certain degree, it was not their fault for believing it at first. I mean, if you tell a child there's a pink elephant outside the door, uh, they believe you. And who knew that the government would be so corrupt as to lie about such an important thing if they knew better, they could put together the fact that it's a little odd that the Soviets launched the first satellite, a man and woman and spacewalk, and they never went to the moon either. You know, something's not right about here. Now that 50 years have gone by, if people are still holding on to it, that's their fault. I talked to a professor of an aerospace university, and he said even if he saw Neil Armstrong confess on national TV that the moon missions were fake, he'd still think he walked on the moon anyway. I mean, that's, that's pretty bad. That guy should be that's, in a mental hospital instead <clears throat> of teaching at a university. That's the, kind of, that's the kind of level of cognitive dissonance, I believe, people that think they can vote their way out of tyranny believe in. Well, like I said, they didn't vote. Congress and the Senate didn't that's vote right. to uh, fake the moon landing. And more people were voting for Sanders, but Clinton got more delegates anyway. And then when, even in New York, that I mean, there was there was a the two hundred and twenty thousand votes were purged from the system. She won the elections in New York, and they were purged. And somebody I remember meeting, and they're like, "Oh, that didn't happen." And literally in two seconds, I could literally show them the government did nothing. They arrested no one, and it was clear yeah. who did it, why, and why they did it to give. Well, the same away. thing was going. On, this is the thing. The same thing was going on in the Republican Party. I saw an interview with like the, uh, I guess, the chief civilian in charge of the vote in Maine. And he said he got on the phone and he tabulated the Republican votes. And Ron Paul won the state of Maine and during the primary or something like that. And they said, well, we already have those numbers. And, you know, the other person won. And I'm thinking, wait a minute. How can you have those numbers? I'm the one whose responsibility is to call you and tell you those numbers. And they hung up on them. And that's the Republican Party. You see, so it's not about Republican, Democrat again. Agreed. Any, anyone who thinks it's all about that. I try to tell people in the alternative media, there's some people I respect very much who do wonderful 
truth-telling podcasts and online magazines, and they keep going, they keep bashing one particular political party. And I'm like, it, don't be deceived. They want you to do that. Just like the, what's really interesting to me this you week. I'm equally here. I appreciate the fairness. So I, I've been checking out this week on all the alternative media. It's all about this Chinese balloon. The Chinese. Oh, balloon, that's distraction. The that's balloon. distraction. Well, that's how do we even know it's real? I mean, they say the the same media lied about this particular thing that's been going on for the last three years. Well, the Chinese they government they lied about this. They said they lied about a, this, but they believe they, them about that. I mean, how do we well, even the, know that happened? Right. The Chinese confirmed it was their balloon. That yeah, that but, was who, true. but 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 wait a minute. How do we know they're not in on it? Because I yes, know someone, I don't disagree with you on that. That's a possibility. I know well. someone who works for the Chinese space agency, and he told me that they teach in university in China that the moon missions are fake. Everyone in the space agency knows the moon missions are fake. They have an agreement with NASA to not say that they're fake, but for their own honor, they've never said they were real either. And in exchange for this, they are receiving technology from NASA to keep their mouth shut. The CIA is in love with China. They're drooling at the mouth, waiting for the day that they can run our country the same way China keeps their people in line. And so China is a partner with the CIA. So the most important article I read about this balloon was on RT, I think, yesterday or today. And it said, you know, this got Americans angry and motivated and it, it pushed their buttons. That's the whole point of Pearl Harbor and the Gulf of Tonkin incident, which Robert McNamara admitted was completely made up by the CIA, which led to the death of 3 million people. So if the CIA and China are buddies and China confirms that there's a balloon, <laughs> it's all part of that act. I mean, it's fake wrestling. They keep saying Russia's our enemy, China's our enemy, and yet we keep doing trillions of dollars of trade with them. And according to my source, who works for the Chinese space agency in the headquarters, NASA is giving them for free secret technology to help their space program, which, of course, could be turned against us in the form of missiles, as long as they don't go public that the moon missions are fake. That's another good reason to tell the truth about it so we can stop being blackmailed. Naive people who don't think more than one step into a puzzle think, well, the Russians and the Chinese would have said something about it. Well, that's just not true. You think the rover picture, is... You think the, the, the moon rover is uh, there, the Chinese moon rover? Yeah, I do, for, for a couple of reasons. Uh, in the original Apollo pictures, let me just finish what I was saying. If I had a picture of a world leader with a prostitute, right, I could upload it and ruin that person. But the smart thing, if I were evil, would be to blackmail them year after year after year after year for more and more money. And that's what the Russians and the Chinese are doing. They know the moon missions were fake. Of course they know. But if they blurt it out, then it has no value. You see, now they got us. They can blackmail us. So that's another reason for the truth to come out. Now, in the early Apollo pictures that I had a packet of, and that if you can get a book on eBay, published in 1969, 70, 71, something like that, you'll see that the soil 
and the fake moon pictures is caramel brown because that's the actual color. This kind of grayish color that we see looking up at it, it's just because it's washed out with bright sunlight with no atmosphere. But they know this from probes that NASA openly sent to the moon in the late 60s that the soil is caramel brown. So they want it to look real. So they built a set with caramel brown dirt, right? And then their rear projection or forward projection had the landscapes as a grayish blue. They didn't match, and they printed the first round of pictures anyway because they were in a hurry. And in the first pictures, the soil is brown, and going straight across, left to right on the horizon, suddenly begins this grayish-blue background. I thought they were supposed to be the same color. So since then, you can't find any of those pictures anymore in any book or even online. They've color-corrected them. So guess what? And the Chinese probes, they don't look like the NASA pictures, which show the soil grayish blue. It's caramel brown. Another interesting thing, and they'll probably be correcting this since I've started speaking about it. Look at the NASA pictures of rocks on the surface of the moon. The rocks are just sitting there on top of the surface because they were placed there. Okay. If you're really on the moon, and there's a constant barrage of micrometeorites, which is sand, year after year, millennial after millennia, hitting the moon, then any rocks on the moon would actually be sticking up out of the lunar sand, which is how they appear in the Chinese pictures. So I think they are there. And there was a company called uh, Aerobic Technology that believes the moon missions are real. They're one of those, you know, space fans. And they said... Uh, so on um, the right is how it's supposed to really look, that brownish tone, right? Yeah, the Chinese... These are the Chinese... Yeah, the Chinese and you, see the, you see the rocks. You see the rocks are kind of sticking up out of the yeah, dirt. Like out of and the, the Apollo dirt. pictures, they're sitting on top of the dirt. Yeah. You see? Yeah. And because uh, they were placed there, and these have the sand built up over time. See how they're... Look at the one on the bottom right. It's kind of sticking up out of the dirt. Go to the Apollo pictures, and all the rocks are just kind of sitting there on the surface. There's no thousands of years of of lunar dust accumulation. So um, this company uh, said, hey, you know, we're going to send a probe to the moon and let's uh, land on the Apollo 11 landing site to, you know, get rid of Bart Sabrell and all of his followers and prove that Apollo 11 is there. And NASA forbid it. Now, if there was controversy over whether the moon missions were real and they were real, NASA would say, thank you. Please land your probe at the Apollo 11 landing site. Take a picture, beam it back. Yeah, you don't need to land to on up. top of it. You but can they land forbid beside it because it. it's not there, right? You can land beside it and you would save the security. You would keep it intact if you land, let's say, two, 300 feet away. It's safe 300, 500 feet away, but you can crawl there and show it. You're yeah, right. I mean, they could just show it. Yeah, they said it's off limits. It's off limits to satellites. It's off limits to probes. I mean, if there's this controversy over whether it's real or not, they would welcome this independent space company, land a probe, take a picture and shut up people who say it's fake. But they forbid it because it's not there. And it would actually prove it's fake, <laughs> even though these people don't even know any better. I mean, why would it be off limits for flyovers if it's really there? I mean, why would they, they would want proof of it, but they're doing the exact opposite. And then some people think, well, 
from a lunar satellite probe. Here's a little shadow that they say is the lunar lander. But come on, guys. They already faked a picture full body of an astronaut claiming to stand right on the surface. So I think they're willing to fake a little shadow 30 years later to defend it. You know, that that doesn't make any sense. Sure. And if China is cooperating with the fraud, then that means India, Israel, and whoever else is cooperating with the fraud. All you got to do is ask Noriega or Hussein or Gaddafi what happens if you don't cooperate with the United States of America, Right. So, <laughs> yes, sir, you know, and uh, I've been to Japan. I've talked to scientists there uh, who know the moon missions are fake. And they're like, well, you know, they, we get a lot from the U.S. And uh, we just look the other way. I've talked to uh, astronauts, space shuttle or whatever, who know that the moon missions are fake. And they like they keep their mouth shut because they want to fly. And, you know, to the space station, there's a guy on the space station, an astronaut saying on camera, it's one of the clips at sabrell.com that you can see for free. He says, we hope to someday go to the moon, not return to the moon, someday go. I mean, why would George Bush say returning to the moon for the seventh time is a logical first step to going to Mars and beyond? And then he says, this little clip up there, the one with the blue background, George Bush said, yeah, that one right there. He, he said out of his own mouth, but before we can return to the moon, we must first learn how to protect the astronauts from lethal space radiation. Well, this guy that you have your you know, mouse over, that's Kelly Smith. He did a video about the Orion Project, which is the same as Artemis, the same rocket and capsule and all that stuff. And he said on camera that the technology necessary to leave Earth orbit without killing the astronauts with space radiation has yet to be invented. We do not yet have the technology to go through the radiation belt on the way to the moon. It hasn't been invented yet. So if it hadn't been invented yet, how did they go through it to the moon, you know, 50 years ago? And when I asked to interview the guy, they forbid it. And they sent up, like in 2014, unmanned probes with Geiger counters right into the middle of the radiation belt. You turned and came back with the Geiger counter readings. And I talk about this in my book at sabrell.com. So I call up NASA, say I'm a journalist. This is publicly funded, non-military space mission, civilian with our money. Uh, may I please have those Geiger counter readings? And they say it's a military secret. Well, that's like telling me a probe sent to the sun to find out how hot it is that the temperature of the sun is a military secret or a probe sent to Jupiter to find out how much helium is in the atmosphere, that that amount of helium is a military secret. The radiation belt is just a part of nature. So why would the amount of radiation in the radiation belt, which surrounds Earth that you'd have to go through, to reach the moon, why would the amount of that radiation be a military secret unless disclosing it would reveal that they cannot go through it to the moon with one eighth of an inch of aluminum shielding? When I get a dental x-ray, right, that lasts one thirtieth of a second, I wear a, a like one eighth or one quarter inch lead vest and they had like one eighth an inch or less of aluminum to be inside radiation that's a thousand times stronger than a dental x-ray nonstop for an hour, twice, once there and back. That's why Kelly Smith says they're, they're, we haven't designed the radiation protection yet. 
to go to the moon and back. And that's why they destroyed all the hardware and all the blueprints and all the schematics of the Apollo equipment because someone could prove it can't go to the moon. It can't, you know, run air conditioning for three days on car batteries. It can't protect you from radiation. And to make sure we hide that fact, we better destroy all the blueprints and schematics, which is exactly what they did, which they would never do if they really spent $200 billion to go to the moon and back six times. They would preserve that investment. But they did the exact opposite, which is actually proof of the fraud. Because if you really spent $200 billion on hardware that could go to the moon and back, you would never destroy it. But if you perpetrated a fraud, you would destroy it. So the fact that they destroyed all the equipment, all the videotapes, all the telemetry is proof of the fraud. That's exactly what you would do if you committed a fraud, right? So there's so much proof that they didn't go. Classified footage. Shadows intersecting. And then we have disclosed in my book, Moon Man at Sabrell.com, the deathbed confession of the man who now I'm going to mention his name. It's not in the book because his son was still alive. His name was Cyrus Eugene Akers. And he, this is his son, given his testimony about his father. You can see this for free at Sabrell.com. His father was dying. And on his deathbed, he confessed that he eyewitnessed the filming of the fake moon landing June 1st, 2nd, and 3rd of 1968 and stood beside President Johnson while he filmed the thing. And this guy verified, yeah, I lived right across from Cannon Air Force Base in Clovis, New Mexico, and my dad was the military police officer in charge of the security for the entire base. And... By the way, Cannon Air Force Base is the headquarters of the Air Force's Special Ops, you know, Intelligence Division. And it got worse than that. And this is not in the book, but I'm mentioning it now because his son passed away and said it was, you know, okay after his death to mention. The real thing that his father confessed on his deathbed wasn't the moon landing fraud. He confessed he murdered his best friend to keep it a secret because his best friend was going to blab to a reporter because he thought it was morally wrong for the federal government to lie to the public about such an important thing. So he murdered him. And on his deathbed, he tearfully confessed in a hope of getting right with God and being forgiven as he's literally dying that he murdered a man who was an employee at Cannon Air Force Base. And he said the reason why he did it was to keep the moon landing fraud a secret. So when his son tells me this, a few days later, his house is broken into and everything that they could find about his father was confiscated. And then two days after that, this is less than two years ago, he is told that if he ever speaks to me, Bart Sabrell ever again, they will murder him and his family. Now, this is very serious. So. Uh, people uh, were involved to protect this whistleblower. The White House press secretary was notified, a senator on the intelligence committee, and so is the regional FBI, where the man lived, to give this guy protection from these rogue CIA agents who were threatening murder for exposing the crimes of the CIA, which are illegal. They passed a law in the late 50s after the quiz show scandal and said it's illegal to use television to deceive people, which is the moon landing fraud. 
And there was a law in 1947 that says you cannot propagandize the American people. You can't lie to them in general. The Smith-Munt Act. That's the Smith-Munt Act. Eisenhower established that. The U.S. government could not propagandize to its own people. Yeah, and they they you know erased that or removed that what two or three years ago. Obama administration, uh, yes, yeah. So um, they basically, in their minds, they have a legal right to lie through television, but they forgot about the game show Chris Scandal Act. That they forgot about that one, and so that that specifically mentions television. Propaganda could be print, it could be radio, but that law says it's a federal law says you can't use television to deceive people. And that's what they're doing. Of course, they don't care. You know, they're so juvenile. They call the Patriot Act, which is highly unpatriotic. It says you can spy on people without reason. And one of the constitutional amendments is you cannot spy on people without reason. You know, so we have a big problem with our government. And that's why there's so much censorship. Right. How can we have a free press when YouTube claims to be an independent publishing platform. And if you put something up there that contradicts the evening news, it's taken down. It just boggles the mind, That's right. you know, that this is allegedly a free press. They demonetize and, everything on purpose as well to decentivize. And they well, also Dan rank the content. So it's well, that's that's a, that's illegal. Also yep. there. I don't know the name of the law, but basically back during the civil rights time of Kennedy and Johnson and Nixon, uh, they wrote federal statutes about you can't discriminate about against black people or hippies or whatever was going on at the time. So basically, you may have heard this phrase, you cannot discriminate based on race, color, or creed. Well, what is creed? Creed is a belief, right? Yeah. And so you can't penalize somebody for their belief. Well, in particular, you know, utilities. The, you can't shut off somebody's electricity because they criticize the president of the electric company. That's illegal. So they took away my ad revenue because uh, of my creed that the moon missions were fake. That's illegal. So is shutting down someone's uh, PayPal account because of what they believe. Uh, that's, that's highly illegal. It's and happened so to a is, lot of people now. So is, um, saying that will fire you if you don't take a medicine for an illness you don't even have. That's illegal because of the Nuremberg Code of 1947 that said when Joseph Mengele forced medical procedures and injections on people against their will, they hung people like that. Do you realize that the United States government hung Japanese soldiers who waterboarded Americans? They said that was torture. And now we're doing it and we say it's perfectly fine. How can that be? How can it be that Pearl Harbor is a, you know, evil sneak attack? And yet when we do the same thing without costs to Iraq, we call it a preemptive strike. I mean, it's the same thing. And so which is it? You, can't, you know, it's our, our nation is dishonorable. And that's why Ron Paul is going to try to correct all that. Correct. Uh, you know, throwing, you know how much the Iraq war costs for 18 years? One billion dollars a day while we have it was six trillion, six trillion overall. Yeah, six trillion. So when, when we can't when we have bridges that collapse, when we have potholes that destroy people's tires, when we have schools with r- leaky roofs, 
right? When, when scores are going down so fast, rather than educate the students better, they just lower what an A is. I went to a college. I went to one of the oldest universities in America, and I took a physics class, and I kind of, you know, like science, but I don't study. I'm just kind of hanging out with, in college to see what it's like. But just with my memory of physics from, from a junior high, because I was a high school dropout, uh, I remembered enough to get the second highest grade in the class on, a, on my first physics exam without reading the textbook, right? But technically, it was an F. It was like a 62 or something. But because of the curve, it became an A. That's very dangerous. To turn an F into an A in college, what about these universities putting out doctors sounds sounds who are going to perform surgery sounds like that no child left dangerous. behind idea in the in the middle and elementary school and high school stuff they got going on and the yeah, i'm not sure what that what that is about i've heard that terminology but i don't know anything about that but i do know that in college at one of the oldest universities in the united states of america yeah an f an f became an a because of the curve you know that and that was uh 30 years ago no so i'm not in, sure in certain going fields, on now in certain fields, you're right. Uh, there is this problem, and also the dogma, the 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 Church of Science, and and that's become so deadly to the the rest of humanity because we're now being beholden to Pfizer and company about what they say is the science. They're the well. Science. The thing is, it's kind of ironic that the ch crowning achievement of so-called science is putting a man on the moon and it's a complete fraud. I mean, the United States Justice Department and one one fine fined Pfizer 2.3 billion dollars for making fraudulent claims about their medical products. You know, and they're still they, in they've business. They've been built they've been built more and I think the total right now to pharmaceuticals as of a few years ago is 26 billion in yeah, and the total for Pfizer is over $4 billion, but they're making $200 billion a year. So imagine I'm backing out of Walmart and I run over somebody and I break their leg. And a cop goes, you know, you shouldn't have done that. How much money you got in your wallet? I say, well, $100. I say, well, give me a buck and we'll call it even. Because Pfizer is being fined 1% of their revenue for making fraudulent claims about their products. I mean that's 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 pretty light. That's what they're that's what they were betting on for this case. <laughs> right? They're just betting they're going to pay a, is it, a small fine. Is it a beverage? Oh, sorry. You know. Sorry. Or, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, sorry. <laughs> oh yeah. This is the thing that in the we're getting to there, but it's still not. Yeah. No. I'm still. You know. We're, we're getting. A, is, we're fighting back. That's the good news. We're fighting back. But well, you know, uh, from what I understand, my my you know vague. Uh, investigation into carbon credits. What oh, a carbon God, so credit is, what a carbon credit is, is if you're a company that's polluting more than you should, you bribe for the right to pollute more, right? Because I'm polluting more, you're polluting less. So I buy your carbon credits and I can keep polluting. What that means mm -hmm. is they're making bribery legal. <laughs> that's what they've done. Carbon credits is making bribery to do wrong legal right and then they're going to charge us because so you see 
our bank accounts will soon have a measure of our consumption and it'll have a carbon tax on it, depending on our consumption. I've spoken to people in banking in Canada and they're already going to execute that soon. But that's because China does it and and the CIA is imitating their government. You know, it's interesting. You know, you mentioned a particular word. I remember listening to a speech from George Bush Jr. And it's pretty remarkable. He can actually give a speech. I was very impressed. And so in any case, and one where he said something about Ukraine or something about them, I don't know. But the point is, when he was president, uh, he constantly referred to Americans as consumers, not Americans, not citizens, the American consumer consumers. One of the links at Sabrell.com, and I forget which one it is, it's horrifying. Somebody found a 16-millimeter film of the sign-off that a TV station used at like 1 in the morning back in the day where they would sign off from 1 a.m. to 5 a.m. and have nothing on the air. And they would show the national anthem pictures of the Statue I've of Liberty. I've seen that. You know, I've literally Memorial. seen that stuff before. It, it's, it's one of my clips on here. And that's it. It's, it's clip number three. And go, go back to, yeah, I mean, you could see, and I, of course, you got to slow it down, go about a little more, about 60% into it. But basically, they, they have the words of the national anthem, you know, kind of going across and changing with Venetian blind kind of slowness going through the it. U.S. government. That's a strange thing to write. And so, so subliminally in here, in the words, when it's transitioning from one line to the other, go about 60% into it and it's super slow and you see it. They're literally saying, don't rebel against the government. The government is your God. Consume, consume, consume. It's undeniable the words are there. It has to go super slow. When they transition, they keep it running, keep it running. When they transition these words, you can see the believe in government God is going through when they transition. You see it? It's right there. And, and so this is, this is like a horror movie. And this was going on in the 1960s and 70s. It's unbelievable. It's so horrific. And of course, subliminal messages are illegal and that and they put it in the national anthem and they literally say hidden when they transition the words. See, it goes by fast, but when you do it super slow, you see consume, obey, don't rebel. The government is your God and so forth and so on. This reminds me of they live. Could it, it, this might have inspired literally part of the, the movie? Well, how did he know? Comic because, book. yeah, I, I show that. I mean, and, and in oh, they yeah, live, they live. They, they're using consume, obey, consume. And that was what was in the national anthem 20 years earlier. How did he know that? I mean, it's really weird. I mean, that off that that director was pretty tied into the only the the only the only thing that's the only thing that's different is at least the overlords and they live at least wanted you to marry and reproduce. They don't want you to do that. And this that's right. There was a meme about that. The aliens want you. Yeah, that's a good observation there. All I want is I want my free sunglasses, you know. Hey, yeah, I, mean, I, I, love, actually, I love the fight, the fight scene in that movie where he's like, put him on. He's like, yeah. look at the tape of the fake moon footage. Look at it. I'm not going to look at it. Look at it. I'm not going to look at it. Look at it. They're fighting. Finally, he sees it. He goes, oh, my God. 
that whole scene is brilliant. Oh, you know, I, I sent an email to the director and I'm, and I, you know, I, I first said, uh, you know, it's, it's not one of the best science fiction films made of all time, but now I think it is. It, it, it has this beautiful innocence to it. And it's kind of like the seminal example of what a science fiction movie should be. I think it might be actually the best science fiction film ever made. I'm going to have to send him an email and retract my first sentiment. Uh, because, of course, I hate the soundtrack. It's like playing three chords over and over again. God, give me, give me a break. Hire somebody, okay? But well, anyway, the, the, aside the from fight that... Scene, the fight scene was like a it's joke. It's just so brilliant. It's and, hilarious. And, 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 the, and the whole thing about it being hidden agenda and hidden demonic leaders, and it ends up being true. I mean, my goodness. And they're saying the exact same words in the hidden messages. You remember the 3D posters and i show one in that video the 3d posters that you could see without glasses remember those mm -hmm. they came out like in the holograms hologram yeah. type thing yeah that you magic eye they were called right and isn't the illuminati magic eye and you could see 3d without glasses if you kind of tricked yourself into going into a trance of sorts and i'm wondering how long have they had that technology beforehand and not told us in the background of paintings and in the background of TV shows. I had a little bird tell me they're doing that in uh, pictures now through this kind of interlacing that only people who have epilepsy, you know, will, will know that that's there and in the sound as well, hidden sound messages and things like that are going on. So Absolutely. The there's definitely a hidden sound. I like uh, there's also ultrasonic advertising. There are so many little subliminal things. I was talking to somebody that has sold hundreds of like over 100 million plus in ads. We're having a discussion on that on how this device is spy on you and all this stuff. And yeah, they also do a type of engineering in terms of if they want you to go into a certain direction, if the systems think Hmm, I think I want to push them in that direction. You'll see ads, you'll see videos, and they'll push oh, yeah, you. And, it, a and it works 99% of the time. Oh. They used to say, look out, bullets are cheap. Now they say, you're not worth a bullet. And they used to, uh, you know, rigging an election was beneath them. They can, they can make you vote the way they want you to vote by making one person look bad or one person look good at any time they want. They can steer the sheep through TV commercials and news stories. And maybe once they made a mistake. And maybe that's why it's a backup plan that George Soros's company, coincidentally, makes one third of all the voting machines in the world. <laughs> you know, and there's video after video of people with their cell that phone. Man, that man is destroyed New York. Man, that man is destroyed. Well, it, it should be illegal for someone who's not. A U.S. citizen. To, he doesn't live here. He doesn't even live here. He lives he, in China. I don't, think he's a, he? I don't think he's a citizen. I don't. I think it should be illegal. No, he's Hungarian. He's Hungarian. Yeah. So it should be illegal not to for a citizen to do, to do, donate money to causes. It's so weird. It's like so when Clinton is running for president, a king of Saudi Arabia gives her one hundred million dollars while she's running for president. But it's to the Clinton Foundation, so it's legal. I mean, I mean money laundering right out in I, the open, breaking the, election the, laws right out, out in the open, and no one seems to care. She, she you know? laundered $130 billion. They laundered money like nobody's business. Like, they were the best at money laundering. 
<laughs> yeah, and then uh, let's be fair and uh, uh, let's talk about the Bushes, whose father was his former CIA director. You know, a CIA director becoming president should no, scare everybody. Who was the father? Yes, no, it gets worse. Who was the father of that guy? An executive at the uh, the Union Bank of New York, which was the a bank banker. that funded the Nazi Party's nuclear weapons program. Correct. Yeah, and so the Bush family is the Bush scary. Family. The, yeah. the family is scary. I would say <laughs> the Bush family is probably more scary. Although yeah, the they, they have a longer legacy. Too. Yeah, and so there was this girl, and if you go to sabrell.com, go to sabrell.com, your listeners or whatever, scroll down about halfway. There's there's an article I wrote called "Are Aliens Really from Outer Space?" and there are multiple links in there. One of the links. Is this genius high school student who, for her essay or exam or whatever, spent a year going through 500,000 genealogical names of former presidents and their ancestors. And she proved that all United States presidents, except one, come from the same bloodline and that that bloodline can be traced back to the 14th century in England. And the trail gets a little you know, foggy before that. So if they're protecting a bloodline, literally, and the Bible says, I think in Genesis 3, that God will put war between the seed of Adam and the seed of the devil, and that means future offspring, maybe there's a bloodline of the children of Adam and a bloodline of fallen angels or something going on here. Because uh, one of the TED Talks is this scientist who says, look, he, he believes there's no life anywhere except on Earth. Interesting, they want us to believe the opposite, that plant, you know, intelligent life is everywhere, when it looks like the opposite is true. They put radio telescopes pointing in all directions for 50 years and not one radio signal coming from anywhere. And there's a great book. They might have, the, the Chinese might have actually discovered one recently and... Uh, they just this is just happened this week. The there was another they discovered there was a signal already inside. So they were running a well, a new AI uh, into the signals, just scanning them. And they discovered there's another potential signal from. Yeah, yeah but, they're, they're, that, but remember, these are from the entities that claim they're on the moon when they're not and friends thereof. So remember, they want us to believe in aliens. So if the Chinese find proof of the aliens, how do we know they're not, the proof isn't as real as the pictures of the moon that were taken at Cannon Air Force Base, right? In a fake moon set. True. So again, they want us to believe in aliens from outer space. They want us to. And they can, you know, leak information to make it seem genuine or whatever. These are poker players who know how to push people's buttons. I just don't understand why all the alternative media are talking about the Chinese balloon and taking it at face value what the media is saying about it. I mean, come on. The people you know are liars. Now suddenly you, you believe them about a Chinese balloon. I don't understand that. But in any case, <laughs> when, when I, I just started thinking, of course, I can't. I got to blame myself, too, because I just started thinking. Okay, so if this medicine that's being promoted is actually bad for you, and we know that now, right? How long have they been doing this before we made this discovery? My wife has, uh, you know, a light form of leukemia, 
And she's been under the hospital system's medical care for two years, and she's gotten worse. I thought we had the best health care in the world. How can we when 70% of the population is taking prescription medicine, which means 70% of the population is ill, which means we have the worst health care in the world. Under their care, my wife got sicker. What if all of these medical procedures and medicines they're given to people, what if this little trick they did with this uh, injection over the last three years, they've been doing for decades and we never noticed. It just came out this month medically proven that an Alzheimer's drug, Alzheimer's, old timers, makes it the disease worse, that an arthritis medicine makes arthritis worse. That was not, just discovered. Not only, you know, you made maybe, mention of it earlier too about the doctor telling you that she was only taught how to give a pill, but, you know, not only are doctors the third leading cause of death on the entire planet, but we're also, you know, to make a point to your point is we're trusting companies that profit off of us to be sick to make us better. And, you know, if you always follow that money trail, it always leads to somebody paying for the answers that they want to see in the paperwork. You know, I remember being 12 years old, living in Marysville, California, a pretty small town north of Sacramento. And I remember noticing one day, I'm driving, not driving, riding in the car, and we're going down the main street of the city. We stop at a red light, and when it turns green, going the speed limit, which is probably 30 miles an hour, if you go 30, right as you hit the next light, it turns green. And right as you hit the next light, it turns green, and the next one turns green, and the next one turns green to be efficient in traffic. Now, this is probably back in 1975. Then I've lived in Nashville, the capital city of a state, driving down its main road. Uh, you come to a red light, it turns green, and the very next one turns red. You wait for that one to turn green, the very next one turns red, and so forth and so on 50 years later, when that could easily be done the right way, but they're not doing it the right way. I've calculated that this causes a loss in fuel efficiency nationwide by 6% which is $6 billion a year of extra profit. Now, if Coca-Cola could find a way to make an extra $6 billion a year by making the bottle just a little bit smaller, even though it looks the same, or the glass thicker to put less content in there, I, I think they would do it. So believe it or not, it's got to be intentional that they're not synchronizing the traffic lights. I mean, I drive down the road of these you know, modern cities and the light turns red for cross traffic, that's not there. Can't they put a laser on there and keep the light green? And why am I stopping for cars that aren't there? When it's somewhere along the line, this is intentional to make more money off of gasoline sales. For example, technology is improving. Phones are better. TVs are better. Cars are better. Then why is longevity going down? Why is fertility going down when technology is getting better? The only answer is that it's intentional. And what a surprise the people who run the world say they want to people to have less babies. So what if they just make it happen through genetically modified food? Maybe that's why they won't put a label on there. Maybe that's why Leviticus 19.19 says don't crossbreed species. And when you do, a horse with a donkey, you get a mule. That is sterile.
What a coincidence. They're taking an unclean eel, they're putting it in a clean salmon and selling it, and Jewish people have deemed it kosher when it's not. And if it's genetically modified in the Bible, the Old Testament said not to do it, and if a mule becomes sterile because it's genetically modified, what about the food from people who swallow it? And coincidentally, since they've introduced GMOs, fertility has gone down by 65%. In males, this is how good they are, not in females, in males, because a woman can only get pregnant with one baby at a time, but a man can impregnate 200 people at a time if he wanted to, you see? So going after male fertility is more important, and that's the one that's going down. They recently, just a week or two ago, found all these nanoparticle plastic particles in, and 90% of the cadavers they examined. I wonder how that happened when certain medicines are, have nanoparticles in them. And then the particles were much more in males than in females. You see, again, they're targeting the men who can make you know, more than one baby happen at a time and not the women who can only have one baby at a time. You see, this has to be intentional if technology is improving and people's health and well, fertility are going down, right? They even affect, now there's actually an effect on women's uh, reproduction relationship to miscarriages. Miscarriages have gone up so high that currently in the U.S., we're having so many miscarriages that it's beyond the threshold of, of births. So we're like, we're actually going into a negative, negative territory that has never been seen. So this has become exponential in the last year. Yeah. I mean, drive across any country on earth and you'll discover that it's not overpopulated. It's mostly barren. All the people live on the coastline in coastal cities, almost everywhere you go. Elon Musk says it's not overpopulated. That's a myth that the earth has more than enough resources to feed everybody eight times over. But the people who run the world, instead of using their money to elevate the poor, I don't see Bill Gates going in and putting concrete floors and homes with dirt floors. I don't see him taking a money and building toilets for people who poop outside, I see him trying to get rid of poor people instead of helping them. He right? said it in his speech. He said there was a speech he made that he named, the, there was an acronym he put in. I forgot the acronym, but it was pretty, really, really terrifying when you look the at it. The germs or was something, I mean, something like that, right? And then, yeah. and then one of them was about vaccines. And he says, vaccines. And then he says, uh, vaccines, how they will lower the population. You're like, you hear it. You hear him say, and your brain goes, wait, how do vaccines lower population? Yeah, exactly. Because if, if vaccines are good for people, they're going to save lives who will then go out and have. So how does that lower the population? Well, they do that. that these are his words. Uh, you know, I know. Right. And I'm quoting Bill Gates. Remarkable. It's remarkable. He said it at, and he listed five things that could have being vaccines will lower the population. The, the number one of the five listed was vaccines. You know, it's pretty remarkable. I don't know why this is, isn't a news story, but the Kenyan Doctors Association nearly 10 years ago saw Bill Gates come into Kenya and doing everybody the favor of giving out free tetanus shots, but only to women between the age of 15 and 45. And instead of one shot over 10 years, three shots in six weeks. Like, 
so the doctors who are pro-vaccine are like, what's this all about? This is suspicious. So they send some of the vials to a lab and it has a sterilization drug. He's sterilizing thousands and thousands of women without their consent. Absolute uncontested fact by pro-vaccine doctors. You would think that would make a news story. Bill Gates got caught, you know, doing this either intentionally or through some, you know, contamination in the factory. Not oh, in the you news, don't contaminate. But, but you the, don't, pres- you don't the president getting attacked is a news story. The, you know, it's like when <laughs> when the Canadian truckers blocked the border of the United States of America for two weeks. It was not in the news a single time, but the president getting a cat was in the news. They don't want people knowing about people protesting. The their president government. got a cat. Yeah, the president got a cat. And I was had dinner with oh, him. Oh, because he couldn't. He was. <laughs> no, I was talking about. Remember when Biden got a dog and the dog mauled the security? Like he couldn't even get a pet. Well, the the dog knows uh, who the enemy is, and because the yeah, <laughs> spy on people is what it's for. But in any case, uh, it was a good. Yeah. It was a good dog. I mean, uh, the the uh, a border. Boy. We only have we only have two borders. You know, Canada and Mexico. And if a border is being blockaded every day for two weeks in a row, 24 hours a day, I think that should be the leading news story, not mentioned a single time. Because they don't want protests against the government to become contagious. So they don't. If they mention a protest, they want it to catch on. So if people are burning cities or whatever they do and they want cities to burn for civil unrest as an excuse to bring in the military, they'll cover those nonstop to stoke that fire. But a, a protest against the tyranny of the government over uh, alleged medicine or illness, they never covered that. Even if they disagreed with it, it's a news story. They never mentioned it a single time. Truckers blocking the border of the United States 24 hours a day for two weeks wasn't in the news a single time, but the president getting a cat was. I mean, and you think the news is a propaganda. That's why we shouldn't trust the little balloon story. I mean, the, come on. The one time they did, uh, <laughs> the one time they did mention them, they were trying to call them terrorists because, you know, they were they were trying to, you know, just rabble rouse and cause problems. And that's like the only time that they really passed over saying anything about it. You, you know, you're exactly right. There's I've made plenty of examples of that on the show of how the media just seems to read a script on a constant. Basis. I mean, well, here's a here's a good example. Uh, imagine. There's a guy who is the chief of security at a bank. Okay. He's there overnight and uh, he falls asleep and he wakes up uh, and the bank is robbed, right? All the money is gone. Uh, Everybody's safety deposit box is gone because this guy fell asleep on the job. So he goes to work the next day and everyone applaud him for doing a great job. George Bush Jr. was in charge of 3000 Americans getting killed in one hour. He shows up at ground zero and everyone applauds him for doing such a good job. What is that all about? The guy should be fired. He was the chief of security for our country and 3000 people get murdered on his watch. He shows up at the spot where it happens and everyone applauds him. Well, you know, I mean, what, what is that all about? I'm a, I'm a firm believer in all of the all of the ones that are still living should be tried for war crimes for some of the things that they've done to. Oh, George W. Bush, I believe, cannot enter Europe because of war crimes. Well, here's something that's taking place in our own country. 
he, they wanted to interview George Bush Jr. and Cheney because it was on their watch that 9-11 happened. He want, they wanted them to go before uh, the 9-11 commission, and they did, but only under the condition that they didn't have to swear to telling the truth. And, and it was and behind said, closed sure, doors. That'll be fine. We'll give behind you permission to lie. <laughs> I mean, why, what is that all about? How can anyone even get away with that? I mean, it makes no sense. There should be a law. The last chapter of my book is what to do about this mess at sabrell.com. I read it in audio or Kindle or print. And it's, it's like uh, rule suggestions for reforming a corrupt government. One rule should be if a politician, elected official, says they're going to not do something and then do it, they should be removed from office and put in jail, Right. Or if they say they're going to do something and they don't do it, they should be removed from office and put in jail. That's that that should be a law, right? <laughs> so because no, I agreed and agreed. Yeah. I mean that that's I mean the only thing and it doesn't apply because they don't apply it correctly. But in China, they have killed their billionaires. Politicians, politic people that are in the spot like that, like like politicians, presidents, Congress, even even people of you know, like political type they need jobs, to face consequences. They, they need to face the same. They should be held to a higher standard than your average person from where I'm looking at, because if we're supposed to be looking at them as a leader of some sorts, shouldn't they be held to the highest standard of anyone? Like, and the, and the exact opposite is true. For example, there are anti-discrimination laws that you can't hire somebody or not hire them based on their race. But that specifically does not apply to Congress. If a racist person wants to only hire a certain ethnicity, it's perfectly legal for a congressional member to do that, but not for a business owner in America. Maybe Wait, the, so I mean, they if, can if legally the, be racist. Oh, this is interesting. They can yeah. legally be racist towards the staff that operates the office of a congressman. Correct. They are not that subject to the laws that I, they I, write for I, everybody I need, else. I need to learn yeah, that, about that's this. That's fascinating. And, and wow. maybe if, if, if the news, which are liars, is constantly saying China is bad, maybe they're not bad compared to America. Because in their country, if they find a corrupt politician, they execute them. Maybe well, that is that's if they're the not changing things in America. Buddy. <laughs> yeah. If, so I don't know. Yeah, you know, I, mean, I, always, probably I always say there's propaganda. There's another the other. You know, there's propaganda coming out on all sides and that the the people that are behind the propaganda don't want them to look like the bad guys. So they'll always point the finger at other groups. And I think my entire life and many other people's entire lives that have been around in this lifetime can recall how our propaganda machine always points at either Russia or China, like Ooh, bad! They're doing something wrong, or the Middle East, or Iran, or Iran. You forgot Iran, Syria. A magician has to have misdirection. They right. do this when they're doing something behind their back. Right. And people in the military swear to protect America from all enemies, foreign and domestic. Right. And we, so have criminal, for, we have more. We have more now. Yeah. So the criminals who run the country, who are more threat to America than anybody else. They try to blame the boogeyman somewhere else to take the focus off their own crimes. That's right. I mean, obviously. Like lo uh, like lost documents and then all of a sudden a random balloon pops up. 
Yeah. I mean, if, if 3,000 architects and engineers tell you it's mechanically impossible for a pinhole airplane going through a steel grid to cause its collapse, I mean, all you have to do is look at Oklahoma City bombing where half the building was blown away and the building did not collapse. Then if they say it's impossible for, for planes to bring it down, then planes did not bring it down. They're the experts. It's and they not. have 3,000 of them in unison. World Trade Center stuff. 7. World Trade Center 7. That's all. World Trade Center, World Trade Center half 7. The world, half the America didn't even know that happened. You know, and that's right. because that's the proof it was. A I, I think there. actually World Trade. So I'll tell you one thing. Ask the average person. The average person does believe that what we are told about 9-11 is a lie. 50% over 50% doubt that yeah. the originality of the story we are told, it is not the real story. That's yeah, but remember, now there's 90, nuance in the rest. 90% of Americans wanted GMO labeling and it doesn't matter. 75% of Americans believe we want health care. That Oswald was not killed, uh, did not kill Kennedy, but nothing is done about it. So what can we do except save ourselves from this corrupt generation, right? That's right. And uh, people want to know the truth and see a bunch of videos for free, go to sabrell.com. And if they want to hear me read the book or see all the proofs and new discoveries of the moon landing fraud, including a deathbed confession, go to sabrell.com and get the book. Uh, I spent about 15 years writing it and two years editing it, and it culminates with the deathbed confession of Cyrus Eugene Akers, Chief of Security at Cannon Air Force Base, who stood beside President Johnson while they filmed Apollo 11 a year in advance. So they did fake the moon landing. There's more than enough proof. The book is interactive. I include 16 video links that back up everything I'm saying. NASA, two, two employees of NASA saying the technology does not yet exist to go to the moon on camera. And, and your book NASA. is great. I, I went is. through. I I read your book. I did the audible because I. And the good thing is you're reading it, so it really gives you. A, I love all books that the author is reading it, especially if the author has the capability like yours to speak and and actually keep the person like your book throughout is very upbeat, like very and consistent. It keeps you on the edge of energy. Your seat. Like it, you I, did well. I'm telling you, you did a great job with the with the book. How you keep kept it all going. Oh, I thank you. I, I thought it was normal for the author to read. When I heard of audiobooks, I thought, well, the author reads them. And apparently that's rare. And I'm like, really? It seems like that's the way it should be. But I agree. Because if the author reads it, the author can put that actual feeling into it that they put when they were writing it because they're the one reading it. And I do. I agree with Luis. I do appreciate you doing the reading for it because it does make it so much better because he's right. It kept me on the edge of my seat ready for the next chapter every time I was trying to move along. Like That's it's it's an excellent book. I do implore everybody to go check. Especially it out. that so that special fair. encounter you had. Yes, that was fun. You was. did that very eloquently. I'm still perplexed. How did it feel psychologically uh, when you got that dosage? Like the feeling. Well, it wasn't so much psychologically. I mean, I started throwing up. It was like a really strong dose of LSD or something, and seeing yeah. spots before yeah. my eyes and just you know super vomiting. And it was, you know, very toxic. So it after, must have been like, God dang it, we got one of those. <laughs> well, you know, I, I, I go into the book about how I escaped and peed in a cup and took the urine sample to a lab, which was broken into over the weekend. And the only thing stolen was my urine sample because I was trying to prove that I've been drugged by the CIA with this exotic true serum drug. And uh, I failed in my attempt. But 
it is what it is. And these things did happen. And I figured the book is my final statement on the matter and the behind the scenes adventures of making these movies, which were financed by someone building rockets for NASA, who knows that they're fake. We thought it was his patriotic duty to expose it. So, and then I have uh, interviews from relatives, ast the astronaut relatives who say their Apollo astronaut, you know, husband and father was murdered by the CIA for not cooperating. All this is in Moonman at Sabrell.com and um, read the sad truth that they really did fake the moon landing. And, you know, that's, that's everything there there is to that you guys you know there's that this this has been a, i think tonight was even better than the first time you came on bart i have had a blast with you tonight we we got off subject a few times but i think in a positive way that has a good message inside of all of it and you know i i again i appreciate the story you've done and the hard the hard journalistic work you've put in to proving that we did not go to the moon and i for one am somebody that speaks on that on a constant basis and like to make little sly remarks throughout many episodes of the show that we never went to the moon that the that first time the way that they get it all talked about and stuff and there it's 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 quite revealing i think and i think your book is something that backs it all up especially with all this proof and i do appreciate you coming back and, ex and exposing even more that you couldn't expose before like i think that is great to have even more information behind the truth because heck you you've got enough you've i'm the kind of guy that if i see two one or two things i'm like well that's too much coincidence for me there's got to be some truth but you have so many pieces of the puzzle here that there's just no denying it and I do implore everybody to hop over there to Bart's site over there at sabrell.com and make sure that you guys check all that stuff out, man. And I'll have all those links with this episode because that's how we roll with this and everything that we talked about tonight because you guys know how we take care of it over here. So before we do get ready to sign out for this evening, Bart, do you have any last words or final thoughts for all of our listeners out there? Well, I think the moon landing fraud, it being the greatest accomplishment of mankind coming from the nation that claims to be the most righteous, is spiritually symbolic of a fallen world in the last days. So get right with God. That's more important than who shot JFK and uh, or the moon landing fraud. We don't make it into the next life by surrendering and confessing our wrongdoing. Our life is pointless. What good is it to gain the whole world and forfeit your soul? I do have uh, some uh, spiritual articles at sabrell.com that just scroll down about halfway and you'll see those as well for free. Nice. Nice. I love it. And, you know, again, I'll make sure I have all of those links over there with this episode. You'll be able to find them everywhere that you're either listening or watching to us. Cause I make sure I share across all the platforms with it. Cause I, I like to share information and I think that it's fantastic that Bart puts those videos along with everything up there so that you can see this stuff as you read along. It's, it's, it's quite worth it. It's quite worth your time to invest and take care of that. Luis, you got any last words for me tonight? That once we start to question the right things, we'll start to understand that we shape the paths we are seeking that not let the programming dictate everything for us. And you started questioning and questioning and you're bringing about this light to a big question that a lot of people have. And you've helped bring a lot of this evidence forward to support the idea that if we don't question, we'll never know the absolute truth. So thank you for that. Yes, no problem. You all take care and be blessed. Thank you. Thank you. And of course, take you care. guys, before, before I 
finish up for this evening. I'm going to make sure that you guys have all that stuff. And don't forget that we have our fantastic sticker giveaway going on. All you've got to do is answer my awesome pirate riddle for this evening and answer it at unconstitutionalawakening.com underneath this episode. And tonight's pirate riddle question is, what do you call a pirate who likes to skip school? Get on over there and answer that question and find all those links from everything we've talked about tonight. And we'll talk to you again soon. Let's weigh anchor and have a great time. Bye now.